0: You're watching and listening to Fat Bidet Knows Everything because I do know everything. Now today, what I do want to talk about isn't about race What I do want to talk about is actually the food panda issue. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar about what's happening with food panda on your riders, well, if you are unfamiliar with food panda, food panda is a it's a writing service. It's a delivery service. And you can actually order food from anywhere. Just registered with food planner, any restaurants, any food outlets. I, I can even order like my favourite Rojak from the store. It's outside here, near my house. And you can deliver. Uh, and It's quite popular. People like to order food um, because you don't want to cook. You don't want to go out. Alright. So it's popular and it's also part of the gig economy. You know the gig economy where people nowadays they don't do full-time jobs. What they do is to they just they take gigs and project basis work um, And so yeah, food planar is one of that. You can register as a, as, as a rider and you've got a motorcycle Or even a car actually and you can go and pick up orders and deliveries and deliver them to people's homes uh, to people who have ordered them Now last week large number of food panda riders actually decided to strike go on strike against the company because they said that the company was being unfair and what really happened was that the food panda the company itself changed the payment system um, for riders initially the riders were paid on an hourly basis so they basically they turn on their app get paid uh, on an hourly basis and they get commission for each delivery they make depending on their performance, right? And that's being rated by the people who order food, ah. So they change it where there's no more hourly, hourly rate, so you get only paid if you deliver something. But they up the commission, they up the rate of um, the price for each delivery. It's still depending on your performance and how you're rated by, by your customers. But it's slightly higher, lah, right? and they give a little bit of bonus also for people who would rather deliver like at odd hours like especially like midnight early morning and things like that um, now the food panel riders they think this is unfair because now they don't have like a fixed income because before this when they were paid an hourly rate it doesn't matter if they had to deliver anything or not they would have a base income now they have no more base income so more Mogo, right? People power. Food panda's reasoning is that if you do this, the riders would have more incentive to actually want to work more and deliver more and be more hardworking, so that they can make more money. But all the incentives actually go to places where, well, not places, but the times of delivery that is very, very odd hours and weird hours, and I guess for the riders, they feel that their welfare is not being taken care of, right? Uh, instead, they feel that food panda is forcing them into working, um, working at a, I guess, an exorbitant amount because you get a bonus if you work more than like several hours, like sixty hours, like a lot of hours, right? Then you get a bonus. So they feel like they're being, they're being made use of, uh, right? And their welfare is not being taken care of. And I kind of agree. Now. Uh, we also know that the Minister of Youth, Youth Minister, uh, Said Sadik actually met with like a whole group of pan- uh, food panda riders at his house, uh, and he is in support of the of the riders. Mm. The government now is paying attention. Mm. Now, and I feel right, like the government should pay attention because here is a here is a good classic example of how a monopoly is not good for the market, not good for the people, not good for society at all. Aside from Foodpanda, who else delivers? Just grab. Grab food, right? So this is two big companies, nobody else. And basically these two companies, because they're the only two big companies, they can do whatever they want. Right? They can change terms. They can change conditions. They can change their regulations and their, their, yeah, yeah, anything. So, and even Foodpanda recently just came out with a statement saying that, look, you guys don't want to work, then don't work. We're not forcing you to work. Just don't log into the app and strike. right? Uh, let other people work. Uh, you, when, when you get on, you log on to the app and then don't work and go on strike. You're denying other, other riders who don't want to strike uh, to make money. But that's that, that's, that's, that's again classic uh, monopoly, right? Abuse of monopoly. Where is people gonna go? There's no competition out there that they can go and join, you know, um, to make better money or yeah. So it's a monopoly gone wrong. No, wait, it's not Monopoly gone wrong. It's classic Monopoly do- going right for the big corporations. Right? So, right now, I think it's right that the Food Panda riders go on strike. You should try to convince more riders to go on strike. I don't mind uh, not being able to order food. right? Because a lot of the food they order ordered from Food Panda is actually very unhealthy food anyway. It's like fast food, lah, uh, what, late night Ramli burger, lah. I'm um, lah. You know? so I'm okay. Not, not ordering from Food Panda, uh, or if I want to order I'll wait for a long time, and it makes me not want to order. It's fine. It's fine. I'll go out and eat anyway. Um, it's you've got to put these people in their place. So right now, talks are going on between Food Panda and the government. Um, food Panda representatives say they don't want to say anything. They can't say anything because discussions are still going on. Uh, we will have to wait and see. And um, I hope that the government can actually come up with rules or laws or actually negotiate this particular issue so that the people, the riders, are more protected instead of the companies ah Because we you know what ah, all these companies, they make so much money and then they make use of the gig economy make use of these people who want to work in the gig economy um, and abuse them ah. So, I don't think it's right, I don't think it's right what do you guys think, um, I've been very happy to see that my series, this Fat Billion Knows Everything series, has been able to engage a lot of people. Um, this is one of the, one of the playlists or series I have on my YouTube channel that a lot of people have actually been engaging with me. They've been interacting, a lot of comments have come in. I try to answer all of your comments. Um, whether I agree or I don't agree, I will still answer and I respect what you say. Um, and I like it because this series is actually um, creating conversation. Uh. I meant to feel connected with you guys. I hope you guys feel connected with me too. Um, so yeah, for so, uh, food panda writers, who do you support? Who do you think is in the ride, right, right? Um, and what do you think should be done after the negotiations between food Panda and the government uh, ends, lah? right? What conclusion would you want uh, to come out of all this lah, right? Okay, so now if you like this video, please give a thumbs up. Even if you don't like it, you can still give a thumbs down. But share it, right? Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, I guess you can uh, follow us, me, Fabidin, on all of our social media platforms. You know, we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, we've got Twitter. Just search for @Fabidin or go to Fabidin.com to get everything. Uh, yeah, you've been watching, sorry, and listening. The Fat Bidin knows everything. Yo, you know what you can do? You can help me out, feed my kids. I've got two kids with another one on the way. I need cash, especially when the economy is so bad. So, you know, you can always go to the Fat Bidin store and buy my merchandise. I've got books for sale. Look, I've got this great book. It's Journal Dad. Uh, it's a Chronicles of a Journalist who just happens to be a father. It's uh, stories about me being a journalist and a father. I've got uh, this one, Zhan Azli and Wang Chun, Han, Chun Han's I'm sorry, Zan Azli and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking. This is a book I wrote my buddy uh, Chun, uh, he's a DOP, I'm a director. We wrote a book about how you can make independent films. I've got a, a graphic novel. Look, graphic novel, non-fiction. It's all about my time in, uh, in Afghanistan. It's called Adventures of a Kialai in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. I've got a non-fiction novel. Operation Nasi Krabu. This is about my time shooting a documentary in southern Thailand about the war there, about the war And look at this liberal Malay and Malaysian Ooh. Now this is a compilation of articles that I wrote for the Malaysian insider many many years ago uh, Yeah, it's really good, right? So go to the fat bid and store purchase them. They're cheap. If you buy it on that store, I'll make sure I'll sign it, make it out to you and write a personal message. Mm. So help me feed my kids.